Hey, everyone, and welcome back to yet another installment of the Weekly Catch-Up Podcast. It's Wednesday, November the 3rd, 2021, at the time of this taping, and this marks the 86th installment of our humble little podcast-turned-blog. I'm your host, Carson Gibbons, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Mr. B-Rad Colvin. That'd be me. What's cooking in the kitchen? What if I did that every, every episode and they just now... Like, what if I've just been doing that hand gesture this whole time? Oh, yeah. We haven't changed yeah. anything. Yeah, that's uh, me. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> uh, life's six. good. Life, life's good. Life's crazy. We can get into it here in a bit. Yeah, but, no one uh, asked you. <laughs> <laughs> Today's banter oh, is gonna, going well. Oh, it, oh it's going to be one of those. <laughs> it's going to be a goodie. Uh, Love it. I, I always sign off. The funny thing about uh, this show before we get into it, so we both quit listening to the show a long time ago, <laughs> right? And uh, yeah. so like my my um, concern over the content that we put out has grown over time. And the thing that I've liked about it being on YouTube is that with the autoplay and everything, like YouTube premium, my AirPods, mm-hmm. I'll just catch little snippets and they'll kind of like bring me in more easily uh in that ingestible format and i'm like this isn't half bad like there's some cool yeah, parts you know like, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't completely jump shark you know no no but uh i'm glad to be back in the saddle with you for yet another uh get together so a catch-up yeah. so you ready to get into it yeah man let's get it it's the weekly catch-up with carson and brad here to talk about the week we done had It could be sports, religion, politics We keeping the tabs You would think they work for Gucci How they deep in they bag Get your facts up On Wednesday we'll be counting the stats up So turn the volume up till it's maxed up You know the drill So tell a friend to tell a friend to relax up And chill, we back up This is the weekly catch up Giggly Brad in the house. Why are you That's all right. giggles today? I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm happy to be recording. It's, it's yeah. been a, it's been a week already, so I'm just I'm just glad to be able to be here. You know, just kind of chat with you and and talk about the happenings of the world. Yeah, quit bearing the lead. Why why has it been a week? It's Wednesday. Um, the kid, it must be the change in weather or something, but the kids are like, okay, extra, extra crazy. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Like this is the soul crushing week where you realize that it sucks when the sun goes down and then next week it's your favorite holiday. You weird goon. Uh, Brad's a huge fan of daylight savings time, folks. He loves it when we fall back because he's like, "Well, at least it's sunny in the morning when I'm up at five a.m." Uh, right. All y'all better, all y'all better fall back. Yo, you you were all fall back hype last year, and then a couple weeks into fall back, you were like, "Screw this!" You were right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I did. Uh, I did walk that statement back. So I'm gonna again lobby to. Make summer NASCAR year round. <laughs> I just come on. I want it to go down. I want the sun to go down at nine thirty p.m. and I want it to be a low of sixty five some months, um, and then a high of like eighty five to ninety five most. Months. 
Yeah, uh, I have no argument uh, this time around. So look at the growth. For those that uh, don't, I think that there's pockets of inclement weather occurring nationwide and some different, I guess, storm clusters, but um, it is definitely a cold front here in Dallas, Fort Worth, where we are based here with the show. Um, it's going to be in the thirties, uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yep. Has it been raining over by you? Oh yeah. Like consistently. Like I, yeah. I don't remember the last time that it rained so consistently for like a 24 hour period. Yeah. It's been pretty wild. Luckily, I can't remember if I said on the podcast or not. Um, did I ever discuss our backyard? Um, I couldn't tell you. I don't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So either for the first or second time, um, (laughs) the way that they made our backyard, instead of the water rolling off, it's been settling in the center. And they finally like redid our backyard and uh, got it all fixed yesterday. Um, So I'm glad that they were able to do that right before the rain hit. Um, Oh yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Yep. So happy about that. Uh, We've just been getting a lot of stuff done. Uh, made some more big boy purchases got a lawnmower weed eater leaf blower um okay so yeah what kind? uh ego okay yeah I, um, I i did research everybody's saying that that was like the the best one so right on that is yeah. uh I'll, I'll come mow your lawn sometime hey that's what's up i uh i think that that's got to be one of the simple pleasures of like a man's home ownership is like when he's drinking that lemonade on that lawn that he just cut and he sees the fresh lines and yeah good stuff Uh, and i agree and i can't wait to do it i'll be honest courtney mowed the lawn before i could come home and do it so uh Hmm. yeah i know she she's been working like extra hard and she just yeah she's she's an extremely hard worker uh both hey both at the hospital and at home so Mark Norman has a great joke about, he's like uh, talking about gender roles and how, um, you know, women can say like, oh, I like the strong silent type and how a man can't say, well, what do you like in a woman? Silence, you know, like (laughs) you can't say the same thing. And so he was like, you've convinced us that your stereotypical gender roles uh, are offensive. And he's like, Mm -hmm. but I would love it if I had a handyman for a girlfriend, like come home and she's built a deck he's like effing right sweet yeah can't wait to party out here <laughs> and uh, uh he's like i'll do laundry and i'm in the same boat because i'll tell you like i've been in relationships uh with division of responsibility to a certain extent if you're hanging out mm-hmm. you know extended period of time and uh i feel like i do laundry better than most most girls you know like yeah. just because I, I do it i complete it they never completed i feel like Mm-hmm. yeah been doing laundry since middle school you know mm-hmm. uh growing up like and I, i'll say this like courtney is super handy because her, her dad and her mom for that matter they they're both like super hands-on her dad literally builds houses and is like building her grandparents a home right now um growing up it was just me and my dad in an apartment so didn't do any lawn work um didn't have didn't never have to really fix much. Uh, so that's one of the things that I feel like I'm kind of lacking, but I've grown in, in the past few months. Um, but yeah, laundry on point, baby. <laughs> so kids have just been crazy because the weather change North Texas yeah. doesn't take kindly to that 
first winter shock that occurs. And you just know that the next three months are going to suck because it's like we fall back next Sunday and then it's like, yeah, yeah we have the holidays. But, you know, man, I, yeah, go for as, it. As far as uh, t- from a teaching standpoint, like I'm trying to cram a lot of stuff in whenever I was gone on Big Bend, the stuff that I wanted to get done did not get done. And so I'm trying to get stuff ready because I want to give some tests before Thanksgiving break. And then between Thanksgiving break and Christmas, we have three weeks and I, I need to prep them for their final for Christmas. And so it's just been like pretty hectic trying to um, finish uh, these books up and, and uh, so I can get their projects and tests going. Yeah. Yeah. Any other basketball basketball started? Yeah. Any other what? I was going to say like any other kind of school happenings. I'm, I'm interested in the topic of yeah. school tonight. because um, I think it's going to lead into other things we discuss. Sure, man. Uh, this past week we had uh, basketball practice in the morning. A lot of the kids were gone, like on this uh, pathfinder retreat campery. And so we only had eight kids. And so I, me and one of the other coaches like stepped in and played defense on these, on these young bucks and gave them the business, you know, um, showed them how it was done. Um, but yeah, it was pretty sore after. <laughs> and then, uh, and then that night, you like you're... Tom Segura, like hyper, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, that video, I know we've talked about it before, but if y'all still have not seen that video, Ooh. uh, don't. Tom Segura basketball. <laughs> it's unexplainable Dude. what happens. Yeah, it, it yeah, man just collapses. Um and then that night, I don't know if you remember Starfest or not, um but the city of Keene. Yeah. They always do this Halloween weekend because apparently Keene, I never knew this until this time around, but Keene has outlawed trick or treating. <laughs> and so in its place is Starfest, and I never I didn't knew. Know it was I never outlawed. knew that. Yeah, that's that's what I've been told. Man, if I'd known um, that, I would have. I would have. You would have been trick or treating. Every. <laughs> oh, I, I would have yeah. been like, well, <laughs> since there's no treats. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, every I, I don't understand the point of it because now it's all down the street that like leads to the boys' dorm. Um, it's like by the fire station and all that. Um, so we had silks or something with like yeah, a yeah 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 they they had gymnastics going. Uh, my students, they just decided to have a booth with like, they're just like, Hey, can we do this? Yeah. And then they took care of it and we raised like 280 bucks. I was like, okay, that was cool. Um, they did some like, uh, makeshift balloons with led lights. And so as soon as one kid bought one, all the other kids were like, I want that. So it basically sold itself. Um, well, I don't even remember where I was. Yeah. Oh, I don't, it doesn't make sense that they outlawed trick-or-treating because we were still selling candy and all that. People were still dressed up in costumes. So it didn't make that like, it didn't make much sense to me. You know, maybe, maybe you're not familiar with this. Uh, maybe you are, but this is like a common, every church, every mega church, every suburban, like Chase Oaks, Hunter Glen, you know, mm-hmm. white people worship, uh, you know, those types of places. They always have fall fest, fall festival, pumpkin patch. And it's basically yeah. where instead of trick-or-treating and dressing up as heathens mm-hmm. and participating in with Satan, you might get to hold a girl's hand on the hay bale ride. Like yeah. that's what that became. That's what Star yeah, yeah, yeah. is. That's what yeah. a, 
that's a no you're right Gr- growing up and, and uh burton's the high school that i went to their fall fest was the same day as star fest which makes sense because halloween um, it's all supposed to it's like whenever there's like um you know there's a big rave comes to town and then the youth group has a lock-in i mean they're locking you in for a reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like look we can turn the lights on and off here too <laughs> <laughs> um let's see i ran into uh several swahu people um uh, uh, a mutual friend austin lunyon and his wife leslie uh, nice. shout out to them uh this was actually the first time i think i met austin in person um, oh really i i took classes with leslie back at swahu some english english courses um but yeah i had a good chat and you know they shouted uh us out said that they were still listening so that was really sweet of them and uh it was yeah it was good just being able to chat with them i might have been in the same room with his wife once but i don't like, I don't think that we would say that we know each other. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely know Austin. Austin and I go all the way back. Um, we did the Dino Dig together, my first credits uh, at Southwestern. Yes. So Some of my favorite stories come from your Dino <laughs> Digs. <laughs> yeah. So just by the nature of that, you know that we definitely know each other. But his, his uh, granddad was out there and uh, had some of my crazy kind of first life experiences with with Austin actually uh, going up to Deadwood, South Dakota, where Wild Bill Hickok was uh, gunned down, and my mm. first casino experience, and all sorts of stuff. It was really um, kind of a wild time, but that's wild that uh, they're still listening because I I know that he had DM me. The show's been going for two plus years now, so probably mm-hmm. eighteen months ago, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I listen." And I was like, that it's always humbling, you know, when because I'm I'm always surprised if anybody listens. Um, yeah, right. So to hear that they're still listening, good, good on you. And I, his mom is probably listening too. So shout out to her as well. Oh, awesome. I love that. Um, Who so else yeah, did you Star run Fest? Into? You said um, people. I don't know if you remember Ava. I can't remember her last name. Um, Oh, uh, and then uh, there's this other girl right. that I think you, there's this other girl that I think you went out with a couple of times that, that I saw. I, we didn't All right, let's not name her. <laughs> uh, uh, my freshman year. Uh, no. no, 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 no. no. The, move on. You told <laughs> me about it my freshman year, but it was before I had got. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, you saw her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was before my time. I just, you just, yeah. Anyway. It could only be one. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. So, uh, uh, yeah, we'll just a conglomerate of. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, you really want to claw your way from this. So uh, this topic. I think that what else school, you got? school is the main uh, yeah. situation that governed last night's big gubernatorial upset sweep for GOP states, for GOP governors. That's that's going to be the transition out of that one. How do you like that? All right. <laughs> Excellent. Continue. Did you follow any of, this is election week. I was like looking at things to talk about since we last hooked up. And mm-hmm. one of the big things was like, there were, I think seven or nine, seven, uh, big like races last night like virginia governor new jersey governor several key mayor races and uh the big one was virginia um 
probably don't know about this, but Terry McAuliffe, uh, longtime Clinton aide, supporter, confidant. I think uh, what did uh, Tim Dillon tweeted that uh, he's been feeding Hillary like placenta mimosas for 20 <laughs> years or something. Oh, no. <laughs> um, anyway, he got defeated uh. by this, uh, this Republican who handled all of this like um, um, critical race theory and the school board domestic terrorists parents are domestic terrorists and all the stuff that's going on with like the public schools um in the media and in legislation and kind of in pop culture he handled that with such compassion in a way that it was like super refreshing and a lot of people are basically taking uh they're extrapolating longer term views about how running against trump is no longer effective because trump isn't Mm -hmm. around um how you know people when it comes down to their kids, kids are the ultimate like linchpin for, you know, sanity in a a political election cycle. And when people, Mm -hmm. he was able to broach the whole topic of, you know, uh, teaching kids to be colorblind and, you know, that we all have inherent value and that uh, he, he just wasn't for separating children based on their race and telling them that they're in groups of oppress oppressors or victims yeah yeah go on no i mean again i I, I don't i know the the whole critical race theory i know a lot of people on facebook just have tons of uh opinions on this critical race theory i don't know about it so please educate me if you know things because i have the fox news and cnn headlines on it yeah, I mean, critical race theory, to my understanding, is just the study of these races and, and how they might be uh, treated or if anybody has a preferential um, opportunities and, and things like that. And it's not like the promotion of, yes, the, this group is greater than another. It, it's more of like looking at it and just coming to the conclusion like, hey, do some people have advantages over others and then so there's this thing that uh schools do where they separate uh blue eyes and brown eyes and uh they're super nice to the brown eyes and uh you know kind of don't do anything with the blue eyes and it's showing them like how the discrimination can look i guess it's like an example um that's something that i would never really do in my classroom although I think I might be able to understand the point that they're trying to make is like, Hey, look, like th- this is something that happens, although it's just not with eye color, it's with, with st- skin color. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't have a vast, I don't have a plethora of thoughts on it. Uh, it, you know, it just seems like people are getting ups in arms. And then you ask them what is critical race theory. And a lot of them can't give you a straight answer. Well, I think that they've, they've uh, kerneled out the most egregious examples on both sides of the theory. Like the Democrats have probably dumbed it down to like, it's just about this. Why wouldn't you want that? And then Republicans and conservatives are like, they're separating kids and saying, you're bad. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that when we all picture five and six year olds, of course, we're like vehemently opposed to them being like, you were mean to my blue-eyed girl all day, you know, just mm-hmm. to prove a point, she didn't understand. Like, I maybe that's understandable, but at the point that you're like 
14, 15, 16, you know, frameworks of how to think, not what to think, mm-hmm. but how to think are yeah. appropriate. And I think that having a discussion about that might be therapeutic at that t- like stage of life, right? Yeah, and I'll tell you, parent, some parents and uh, some school systems do not like teachers teaching the kids how to think, um, which is a shame. It, 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 yeah, I don't know. But, and I would also say, I, I think uh, even if critical race theory is well-intentioned, I definitely believe that some teachers could te- like not be good at teaching it and teach it the wrong way and definitely offend someone or, or um, I don't know, just not teach the lesson very well. Well, it's like they're having to asterisk everything as a particular viewpoint, like, oh, well, this history book was written by white men for them, the perspective of white men. And then there's like other historical narratives written by other folks. And I saw recently there was a big brouhaha that I heard about in, I think it was South Lake Carroll, uh, South Lake area, um, or maybe it was um, uh, Colleyville, somewhere around there, like mid cities where a teacher, it, it had been said that she was teaching like Holocaust, a Holocaust denial or something of that effect. And then I saw yeah. a clip of the actual like subject lesson and she very much was like vague. Like she was like, there are other interpretations that include denial. And she said it in a, a more educational way than I think they were like exacerbating it to be. And I could be wrong about yeah. this. If you go pull, I just saw a clip. Um, goodness. It's like, the, it's not worth commenting on anything. Cause it's like, until you have the unredacted yep. full unabridged version of anything, can you really provide adequate comment? You know? Because I'm not positive that I didn't see a doctored clip on local channel news that I didn't see as big of a deal with, you know, but they're basically hedging against everything. It's like, well, this is the narrative of whatever, and it's not supported by everybody. And it's funny, I was talking to our VP of marketing this week, and she was like, the kids came home and they were like, mommy, who's Jesus? And she was like, oh, goodness, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) I was like, okay. (laughs) yeah it's like what do you tell kids anymore right i don't know i agree part of it i just i just read books in my classroom joking well the thing is is i was thinking about this this week and it's like how necessary is it to you want to educate people about the historical like what's happened for real? What what's really happened? And we have the raw, visceral version of history, where you know, yes, mm-hmm. Columbus came in, he wiped them out with STDs and bullets and dysentery. Like he killed everybody. Um, there's like the heroic narrative of all of that that led to X, Y, or Z. Uh, there's all these different. I totally forget where I was going with that whole train of thought. Um, Oh, just, just like there's multiple layers and different, different things that can be taught. Right. But it seems like as the, as we think about the generations that are actually impacted by this, like we're, we have a bunch of voters that are parents and grandparents and elders and like people that are out of the demo, their kids went to college or school in the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, the nineties, the two thousands, like the kids that we're talking about right now that we're setting legislation for, they are a two-year-old that was born this year 
They're going to be discussing critical race theory uh, five years from now at age seven. Um, and they were born in 2021. So it's like, you couldn't, at what point can we start to think maybe we're legislating from too old of a perspective and the framework and the knowledge that they have at their fingertips through uh, internet and social media and whatnot is, is so expansive they can figure anything out anyway. What level of like framework or nuance do you provide to that worldview without tarnishing it is my main point. Like, how do you impart the facts without uh, implying future behavior for those audiences? Once you get to that point at that high of a level where you are able to make those decisions, whoever's in that position is going to have an agenda. Like it's not, I don't think it can be, I don't think it'll ever be wholesome, to be honest. It's just like, hey, this is what me and this group of people uh, think they should be learning. Uh, we're going to move forward this way. And then eventually the, that position is filled and they go in a different direction. And that's actually all the way down the chain to like the Texas conference that I work for. Uh, we're about to start getting into um, a different type of grading system, which I think I touched on. That's what our whole uh, summer um, conference was about. Um, but we're doing that because one person went and got and did her dissertation on this and now she's implementing it. And whenever somebody else comes through, I'm sure we'll be doing whatever they're trying to push. So it's, uh, it's, it's, You're right. it's just always gonna be that way. You're right. Yeah. There's so many, it's crazy to think that we all wake up with the social and like emotional agency, the pursuit of happiness. And none of that's coordinated. Like we all are single players out of our own eyeballs chasing our pursuit of happiness and everything happens. Like, I know I'm just describing basic life, but it is insane when you think about the amount of energy expended. Like I, I feel like with the new media fragmentation, we're never, we've never been more aware that everybody is out doing different things. And it used to be with the Dick Van Dyke show, you knew where 30 million people were on a Monday. You knew with SNL or Jerry Seinfeld where 30, 40 million Americans were Tuesdays at seven. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, we're all doing our own quests and our own yeah, bro. content. Like, I, you're watching Netflix. I got the Hulu account, you know, like we're, we're all doing different things. Um, and it's just amazing which, that we don't blow the, up. The opportunity is, is incredible. Like the opportunity for, to, like hone in and single and, you know, dial in on whatever interests you, that's amazing. But I think that also brings about like a dis, a general disconnect between people, like where you just don't understand a lot of what's going on outside of the bubble that you've created. While I'm thinking about it, uh, I always struggle to get a good thumbnail of us. So let's both smile. Should work. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Should cheese. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what you got on your, did you bring notes? Do you have a list or what are you uh, looking at? I do. I think I have a couple. Go to the grab um, bag. Yeah. BRB. I guess we just uh, recorded a week ago. Um, did we record last Wednesday and release on Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> it's
it's actually working surprisingly well with the uh, immersive background. For audio <laughs> only, Brad just walked down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, notes. Atlanta Braves won the it's World probably Series. Just like life. <laughs> My notes are just like, life is hard. Yeah. My dad and I were golfing over the weekend, and he's like, so what's so difficult about like adulthood and like kind of getting to this point? I was like, I kind of thought on it for a second and I go, just having to keep doing it every day. <laughs> like, and yeah. he just burst out laughing and then we uh, went on to three putt. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just kept doing it. Like yeah. you said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, still no Wi-Fi. Um, yeah what what we were supposed to be in person down in cleburne yeah and uh spectrum came out you know checked the front yard checked the backyard took some pictures and was basically like uh you're it's not available yet uh we'll we'll probably try to install something and then see if it'll be available and we said okay and they left and then we received an email um from spectrum in which they put in a work order that they would arrive within the next 5,000 days. Um, so sometime within the next 5,000 days, they'll uh, potentially install something to see if we can get internet. Is that a joke? Like did their customer no. success team like have a bad day and they're like, huh, we know what to do. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it was a joke, but that's what we received. And I've just been too busy to call back. I, I am going to eventually call and just be like, Hey, uh, Anyway, you can cut it down by a couple thousand days or um, what's the deal? But yeah, so maybe by like 2035, um, we can record at my place in person. 5,000 days is years, right? Yeah. 365 days. Three, no, when I say 2035. 15 I, years. I'm, I'm, yeah. That's ridiculous. You need to call Heston. Yeah, call it, he'll have a solution, or I don't know if uh, Flybox can deploy something yeah. for that area, but right, something like that. I, I think the solution, the temporary solution, would be like satellite or something to that effect. But I really want to try to avoid that. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Space, bro. Yeah, man. Um, I don't have like any media notes. They're just all like upcoming things and and personal life. Um, and then, I, and then, of course, I can always talk music. But, but what do what do you have in the in the bag? Uh, nothing really. I I watched a couple things. I watched that movie Wind River this week. Um, okay. With uh, Jeremy Renner, I believe is his name, and mm -hmm. uh, I don't know the other actors, but it's uh, set in like rural Wyoming. It's based on true events about um, a girl that's found. Uh, assaulted and murdered in mm -hmm. like a very remote area um and the ensuing like the fbi teams up with like a local game wildlife and fishing tracker um to it's like a snowmobile movie and they're up in the mountains snowmobiling tracking they figure out the plot of like how this girl died they find another body and ultimately it, the point of the movie is kind of just to illustrate that um, Native Americans, like the indigenous people to this, this land, they're the only like race or demographic of people that, for which there is no real missing persons list. 
that is actively circulated or updated, like, you know, in it's kind of apropos for, you know, the postmortem of the Gabby Petito situation and that we were talking about white woman syndrome. And I think we've seen, I've seen more circulation of missing persons reports on social media and, and whatnot right. as a result of the Gabby Petito saga. And so this movie is a couple years old, but I don't know if it was resurfaced in the feed because of mm -hmm. that. Like sometimes Netflix does that, but um, yeah. It, yeah, so it's about this Native American girl that gets assaulted and it's it's a pretty brutal movie, but it's a well done movie. And, um, you know, the bottom line mission is that and it's weird because you're at one point in the movie, they've got the FBI, they've got local fish and game warden and uh, local precinct police that are on this parcel of land and everybody has a weapon drawn against each other and they're trying to satisfy jurisdiction. They're like, well, we're on leased land from an American Indian tribe. Um, so we have jurist, like this isn't federal land, we're outside. And I was like, yeah. the, the peril of like rural America where you're just on somebody's land that could go for a day or something like that, or you're on some sort of um, um, tribe, tribal land where law mm -hmm. doesn't apply, that means that we can't track those missing persons. And it was just kind of eye-opening. Um, I definitely yeah. have thought Never about thought that, that flick this week. Um, okay. I watched, what else did I watch? Uh, Bad Sport, that series on Netflix is really good. Um, yeah. Have you caught that at all? It, it talks about like different scandals in sports. And I watched one last night with uh, the Arizona ASU, Arizona State Sun Devils uh, back in the early 90s and how okay. like a local bookie on campus got a hold of one of the players, the point guard who was kind of running the court, running the team and uh, got him to point shave where he could still win, but he would win within a particular margin and they would go to Vegas and they had this whole like scenario booked out where they would go to a bet on the game for the underdog because they knew that the, the home team, the ASU, wouldn't win by more than six points. But they couldn't right. trigger a, a currency report in these casinos. So they would spread out $9,900 bets all up and down the strip. And they would enlist all these people to go and be making all these bets all day. And they were deploying up to two, three, four, five million dollars in $9,900 bets uh, for the undercard while they're paying the ASU Sun Devil team $20,000 uh, to Jeez. basically, and it like literally, people got prison sentences. Like one of the players went to prison. So bad sport is a, a fun, fun ride. Um, I watched all of you, of course, season three was- um, haven't, haven't started it yet. Okay, well, no one dies, so. Uh, <laughs> I just keep saying I just keep seeing tweets where they say love is crazy and uh, love is I mean you, you you feel for Joe you feel for Joe <laughs> at different points which is saying something oh. yeah you're like All Joe right. has to get out of here watch it. <laughs> yeah like um, yeah I'll start it soon Courtney and I uh, we just finished Ted Lasso uh, season two great season Loved it. Some, uh, some ones where my my uh, my eyes got a little misty. Uh, there were a couple, couple moments there. 
Um, but really enjoyable show for me. Um, then we also, Courtney had never seen the Lord of the Rings movies. And mm-hmm. so we just watched the first two and we got one more to go. And then we'll probably get back to more shows. Narcos Mexico comes out this week or next week. Does it? Yeah. Nice. I'll be watching. That's, that's probably the single greatest show on Netflix besides Ozark and I don't Ozark know. Ozark so a- good. Final season comes back at the beginning of the year. Really? Yeah. Jason Bateman's great. Yeah. He's kind of the goat. He's a very cross. I was talking to somebody the other day actually about um, the QAnon series. And I was, we were talking about, he was complaining to me that he'd gone to see the, the Bush movie, the W movie where Dick Cheney is like evil, W is an idiot. And he was like, oh, this is like, I don't like this portrayal. And he's like, who is this liberal person that this liberal hack that wrote this movie? And I was telling him, I'm like, that's Adam McKay. And he's actually a genius. We were just talking about him on the podcast. It's like one of the greatest cross-functional goats of our time. From a film perspective, you may not like his political take on things. And I'm sure that the whole like, I'm Debbie and you know Cheney's like in the dark chambers I'm sure that was like played up for the drama you know sure yeah no doubt yeah but it was funny funny callback he has a new movie coming out yeah does he Uh uh-huh I can't remember the name of it I can't even remember what it's about all I know is I saw the preview once and I said I'm gonna watch it I feel like we're getting a little bit more broken up here all of a sudden yeah I I noticed that a little bit too um it's starting to fill up in victory park because tonight is ricky martin and enrique iglesias oh my i can be your hero baby and then uh live in la vida loca yeah (laughs) all side inside out low-key ricky martin is like what 55 years old like Mm -hmm. i mean he's got to be up there he's so he was such a beautiful man he still is Ricky Martin is 49 years old. There you go. So way younger than I thought. <laughs> anyway, it seemed like he was older. Those two teamed up should be a, a wild night. Yeah, definitely. Now that it's back <laughs> to full capacity in the neighborhood, I'm like, I had a situation the other night where I went to Mickey D's right at the time that the game let out and mm. I, I was back at the stoplight by my apartment by like 9 50 and by 10 05 i was getting turned away like it was coned off and i was like that's my building and the cop was like don't care i ended up on the wrong highway i had to go up dallas north tollway to lemon circle all the way back around approach victory park from the north side and i'm literally like they, they had everything coned off. So I'm starting to try to go through the light by AAC towards my apartment. And they're like, you can't go through there. It was literally all coned off. And I said, there's no physical way to access my building. I live right there. And so the cops were like, oh, cool. So they moved the cones. They sent me through. Literally, AAC is like packed with people coming out. Everybody is going on this one way. And then it's just me and my busted escape going on the, <laughs> the wrong direction down that street. I get to the, the end of that where you would turn into my building. And they're like, you can't do that. They're directing me. And I'm like, dude, I live in that building right there. 
And it was the first time that a game had ever conflicted with my comings and goings. Um, so it, games start, not an issue. People all trickle in mm-hmm. at different times. But if you are trying they're all, to... They're all leaving at the same time. If you access, if you're trying to get to my place at game time let out, then it's yeah. more challenging is what I've learned. Right. And yep. I just got my renewal notice, so... Oh, well, there you go. Decisions will be made. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, well, man. what uh, what music did you want to humor us with? Oh, I mean, we never even talked about the Queen's return. Adele. Oh. She dropped a new single. Her new album comes out this weekend. But there's a there's going to be a Target exclusive. So she has this uh, single that she dropped, Easy On Me. You may or may not like it. I like it. Um, but on the Target exclusive CD, she has that same song, but with Chris Stapleton, whom I also really appreciate and love. So I can't wait to hear that one. Um, but yeah, I believe her album comes out Friday. Um, okay. And then Wale. If you remember mm. listening to Wale, he had actually like a really good short, short album. <laughs> I feel um, like it's almost to the point where it's like, and Wale, if you're old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if you were like in college in 2010, like yeah. um, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Yeah, but yeah, that's my favorite project from him That's that's come out in quite some time. Um, and then I've been listening to like a lot of uh, like punk or... Uh, yeah, punk pop type stuff. Illinium. Illinium is like a popular person uh, who does like a lot of the beats and arrangements and then has like a bunch of famous people on their album. Um, so if you're into that kind of thing, uh, I feel like if you already listen to that music, you're like, yeah, of course we know who Illinium is. But if not, then it's worth checking out. Um, yeah, me- I still... I, Send, send me all one. those names for the show notes so I can look them up too. Um, okay. Oh, and then Big Sean uh, dropped like a six piece. Um, and he's no longer with good music. Who's he with? He's, uh, he like has his own thing. Like, oh, fi- like it's like Russ. finally. Yeah. He's like finally, finally famous. famous. Well, he has his own, he has his own thing now and it's finally famous something, something or famous forever. I don't know. Hmm. It was a clever, it was a clever play on his old finally famous stuff. Um, But yeah, he, he tweeted out that he's no longer a part of good music, which was owned by or created by Kanye and Pusha T is the president of that. Um, And he said, I finally got out because he wanted to own a bigger the pie. So, well, I'm thinking that we should probably get out of here in the next few based on the quality that I'm seeing for a second, but before we go sure. on the, on the side note of Kanye as a tangent, uh, his ex-wife was spotted with somebody recently. I and I'm a little, bring, I meant to bring this up. How I'm does a he, little, how does he when find, I, when I saw the Aladdin and Jasmine skit on SNL, I was like, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian are going to get together. Like they were holding hands in the skit. And I literally was thinking about, okay, he's pulled, all the hot actresses from their guest appearances, except for when Yost picked up ScarJo and um, 
uh, cemented it with the baby. Uh, did you see the weekend update where they're like, yeah. you're in there. Um, yeah. He's got that Marvel money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, the, uh, he did, I, when I saw that, I was like six weeks from now. And I just can't believe that they've been spotted out. Um, whatever. What is they it? They say they're just friends. They say they're sure. just friends. Sure. What? So. Who, he's gotten Kate Beckinsale, Ariana Grande, yeah. Kim yeah. Kardashian. Uh, yeah. uh, new policy on life. Like, I think that if you get with Ariana Grande and then it ends, you should explode in flame and your life is over. Because it's like, yeah, you know. Like, yeah. Like, Look, what more is there to do? Kim Kardashian. Like, I don't know if you watched Cooking with Paris, uh, Kim's episode, or Kim is looking more fit than I've ever seen her in her entire life. Like, she looks amazing yeah. right now. Absolutely. Um, and she also seems like, I, this is going to sound stupid, but like more with it or relatable or just yeah. self-aware than ever um i mean once she started doing like, the justice the justice like uh because she wanted to be a lawyer or something and she started going to bat for a lot of people who had been wrongfully in prison um yeah she's definitely shown more smarts than than uh she's led on in the past from from the keeping up show well they're all brilliant because they're all billionaires at this point like at least yeah, kylie and a couple of them Anyway, well, good to yeah. see you, buddy. I hope that the students get it under control and the weather doesn't continue to create inclement behavior. Thanks, man. Um, maybe next time we will be in person, have a good audio quality episode. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, thank you. appreciate uh, everybody tuning in. Todd's Bots and Thoughts. We appreciate y'all. Uh, number 86 in the books. Thank you, Mr. B-Rad. All right. Y'all take care. Catch you up next time. Peace.